Welcome back to the Stock Market Options Trading Podcast. My name is Eric. And let me ask you something. Is the current market starting to freak you out a little bit? I'm recording this episode on May 4th, 2021. May the 4th be with you. I know, please don't kill me for saying that. Uh, but the, the market's starting to freak me out a little bit. And I don't know if it's the kind of semi-parabolic move we've seen in the S&P. The NASDAQ is underperforming. It's down over 2% as I'm recording this. Um, there's some fears of inflation. I think Yellen came out and talked about possibly having to raise rates at some point. A lot of negativity um, when I'm recording this, so this is a good episode for this one. But um, you know, do you have a just kind of a general feeling that we've rallied way too much given the pandemic situation? I know there's a ton of stimulus money in there, and the vaccines are helping us open up. And um, I'm in Florida, and our governor just said by June, he's going to lift all the restrictions. You know, so there's a lot of economic potential there, but still the move in the S&P has been a little bit crazy. Well, in this episode, I'm going to share a hedging strategy I just started implementing. I've been kind of trying to figure this out for a while, and I've talked to different traders. I'm going to share my experiences and some back testing here. And this is a really easy and cheap way to get some portfolio hedging for you. I trade a lot of bull spreads in the, in the S&P, SPX primarily. And I'm going to be adding this to my portfolio to help protect me in case of uh, we get kind of a large move. This is really a large crash move type protection, similar to what we saw in the COVID crash of last year. But full details here in a minute on that. Quick reminder, though, I'm not a financial advisor. This is not financial advice. I'm just letting you know what I'm doing to help protect my portfolio. I'm just an independent retail trader. And I'm, you know, using the same platforms as all you guys. But before we get started, I wanted to ask you a favor. Could you take a few seconds and leave a five-star review over on Apple Podcast or Spotify or wherever you listen to uh, the show? I'd really appreciate the support. It helps boost the show and the algorithm. And I'd really appreciate if you could leave me a review and give me a great rating over there. I also want to mention that over in our trading community over at stockmarketoptionstrading.net, we just started doing free monthly Zoom sessions and we're going to be posting those each month where anyone can join and we're going to post the recordings as well. We're going to be talking about stocks, options, you know, various levels of experience. It's totally free. And again, we'll put the recording if you can't make it, but you do have to be a member of stockmarketoptionstrading.net to kind of get access to these free monthly Zoom sessions. So stop by the website again, that's stockmarketoptionstrading.net. I'm I'm going to be hanging out over there. I'm in there, you know, pretty much in and out all day long. It's pretty cool. All right, so let's get into it. Let's talk about how to hedge your portfolio. And I want to bring up the concept of unit put options. Unit puts is something I had read about in one of my favorite books. Um, it's talked about in various circles for, for people hedging big portfolios. And the book that I was kind of introduced to it to is called The Option Traders Hedge Fund. It's by Dennis Chen and Mark Sebastian. I mentioned this book before. I think it was in episode two where I kind of explained about trading put credit spreads or options, thinking like an insurance company. There's an analogy there. So go check out that episode if you haven't listened to that. But there was another concept in the book that I'm really starting to get my head around and I really see the value now as it pertains to protecting a short premium options portfolio. So if you're a net seller of options in any capacity, um, I think 
unit put options or something that, that you should consider. And we're going to talk about how I'm kind of taking this concept and, and putting it into the real world. Cause sometimes we can talk about con all these things conceptually, but when it comes to putting on a trade and how many and stuff, you know, that gets a little bit tricky. So I'm going to try to get us there today. And the concept of buying unit put options is a way to ensure a portfolio. And again, it doesn't have to be a, an options portfolio. You could just do it to protect your stock portfolio as well, but it can be a great way to hedge. Uh, but there's a little bit of a trick to it, which we'll discuss in a minute. So first let's talk about what a unit put option is and why they can help hedge a portfolio. So I'm gonna read a quick excerpt from the book on unit put options, and then we'll talk about how we can actually apply this in our own portfolios. A unit or unit put is an extremely inexpensive option that has unpredictable Greeks to say the least. All units will have deltas below five with little to no gamma or vega. I break them down relative to product. The more expensive the underlying, the more expensive the unit or the unit put. For instance, in the S&P 500, the SPY, SPY ETF, an option becomes a unit around 20 cents. In the S&P 500, an option is a unit closer to $2. Because remember, the SPY is a tenth of the size of SPX. So what he's saying here is that a unit put in SPY is about $20 and a unit put in the SPX is about $2, or sorry, $200. And here he describes how cheap puts act in sort of a major down move. So in the panic, the world starts buying at the money puts, downside puts, you name it. Every trader that is selling or short these puts already races to buy something that will protect his or her own portfolio or position in case the market absolutely tanks. So these shorts buy unit puts and this buying causes the unit put to gain a little price, which increases the Vega, which increases the Delta, which increases the value of the unit as the market starts to tank, which in turn causes the unit to gain more value as traders race to buy to protect sales, which raises Vega. You get the point. In short, there's a snowball effect. So we're talking about buying far out of the money puts that really just you know, the options market can't really place a value on it because they're just so far out of the money that they're almost not even in play. And a lot of people like to sell these because a lot of times they just expire worthless. And this is one of the arguments or, you know, debates we've had on this show with different, um, different guests is where you like to hang out on the options chain. So even though these puts are most likely going to expire worthless, when the market crash comes, these things explode and values. But the trick here is not only do you have to buy these far out of the money, you kind of got to buy them far out in time. You're, you're not going to buy a unit put at a Delta five or Delta four with 30 days to expiration. So again, the general idea here is to buy far out of the money put options that are so far out of the money that they're so cheap that they won't really take away your profits if the market just keeps chugging along, but that they will explode in value if there's a large market downturn. Also, again, the other aspects is to buy them far out in time to where the market hasn't really priced them properly and that they're not really heavily traded. So you can kind of just pick them up every month. And there's the, you know, in my sort of way I'm looking at this is there's very little action on these particular options. So I've been messing around with various ways to do this in backtesting program. And here's where I ended up as kind of a, a cheap enough way to put one of these trades on and sort of a method that you can 
you know, keep adding these each month and so that you're always kind of protected whenever that large move comes. And by a large move, we're talking about a 10, 20% correction or even more, right? So I talked to a few trading buddies um, that I really respect who, who do some of this stuff and they do it with different methods, but we all ended up about 120 days to expiration. So think about that. This is the exact opposite of anything you've ever heard from any book uh, about what, you know, buying options or selling options. We're looking to buy these 120 days to expiration way out of the money. This is about four months. And at this point, I only plan on doing this with the monthly expirations. I'm not talking about weeklies or anything. So what I did was I got this into the back test program and I ended up buying a 25 point SPX put debit spread because a lot of times these things can still be kind of expensive expensive so i wanted to keep the price down so we are, i am going to do a a put debit spread that's a bear spread it's not a credit spread it's a debit spread so it's a bearish debit spread and we're basically buying a put right around the delta five area and then selling about 25 points later so here's a little tip i don't know if you guys know this or not when you look at the options chain for SPX, you're gonna find there's several strikes with Delta five. Um, as you get that far out of the money, that you might find you might see like five strikes that have Delta five on it. And what I'm doing is is in my portfolio, I put this trade on. Um, I just started right, so I put this trade on this week, and I'm picking the strikes that are on the quarter strike of XPX. So what does that mean? A quarter strike is, is based on 25 point increments, such as let's call it 4,000, 3,975, 3,950, 3,900. Those are the quarter strikes. And when you look at the, the uh, open interest there, you're gonna see that there's more volume and open interest there. I believe that's where the big boys hang out is on the quarter strikes. They don't mess with the little strikes like most of us do. They have the most liquidity. So I think it's gonna be a little bit easier to get in and out of for those particular strikes. So we're looking at hanging out on the quarter strikes and we're buying that Delta five option on the closest quarter strike and then buying uh, selling another option below it about 25 points in the next quarter strike. So for example, I, I recently went out and bought the 3000 strike put option and sold the 2975 put option. And since we were kind of in between the monthly expirations, I ended up with 136 days to expiration, but I wanted to just kind of get in there. So now I'm in it and in between, but as time goes by when the September, and this is the September 17th monthly expiration, when that gets to 120 days, which is another, let's call it two weeks, I will then add a new put debit spread that's buying whatever the Delta five is at that time and then selling 25 points lower to get another spread. Now this bear put spread, this bear put debit spread, it cost me $1 or $100 per spread. So if you put one of these on every month, you can kind of think of this kind of like an insurance policy where every month I'm gonna pay $100 for insurance and I'm gonna get so much protection in case the market crashes. Now, this isn't gonna protect you that much if the market pulls back 3%. We're really talking about a large market move, something in the neighborhood of 10, 20, maybe 30%. Not that I'm saying that's happening, happening. I don't, I'm not predicting that, but at some point it will happen and these trades will do that. So the idea moving forward is that every month as the next monthly cycle becomes 120 days to expiration, we're talking about September 17th, when that becomes 120 days to expiration, I would look to buy that Delta five SPX put and sell the 25 points lower. And typically 
um, over the past several years, this is typically cost, and we're gonna look, we're gonna go over a five-year back test of this. Um, the average price for this is about a hundred bucks. Sometimes it's eighty, sometimes it's one twenty, but it's about a hundred dollars, right? But when you pay a hundred dollars for a twenty-five point spread. Your max loss is the $100, that's the most you can lose, and it's very likely you will lose it because there won't always be a, a large market move. But the upside is so great. The max gain on that trade is $2,400. And what I ended up doing with the back test is finding a good kind of profit-taking point instead of just letting it go to expiration kind of thing, and we'll talk about that here in a second. But in essence, if you buy one of these every month, you typically would be holding four of these. So when the big market moves, you're gonna have multiple spreads that you've purchased that would increase in value very rapidly. And then as one sort of expires worthless, if you will, then you'll be looking to put on the next one. So you're essentially, if you're buying one at a time, then you'd, you're ultimately gonna need you know $100 a month that's gonna need to be put towards this for this particular sort of variation of working with unit put options. All right, so let's talk through the backtest parameters again, just to kind of repeat everything. Um, I'm only using monthly options here, and we're gonna be buying a Delta 5 put option on SPX and selling 25 points lower to create a put debit spread. And again, we're doing 120 days to expiration. So about four months to expiration. So for a profit-taking mechanism, what worked best was a 1,500% gain. Again, if you bought this spread for a dollar or $100, you would look to take this trade off if it reached $1,500. That would be a 1,500% gain. Now, let's talk through the actual numbers. During the last five years, this actually made $2,500. Um, it averaged about $50 per trade. And this, these are very deceiving numbers here. And here's why. Only 10% of the trades were actually profitable. The average win was $1,463, which you know kind of makes sense. It's about the $1,500. And the average loss was $105. So when you average that out over the 50 trades that it took, you end up with $51 a trade. Now, what you can't really see, because it's hard to you know kind of because we're listening to a podcast, what you can't see here is the huge move in gains during the COVID crash. But for the longest time, this was a losing trade. It only made money 10% of the time, but when it did make money, it was huge. And that's really the idea. It's kind of like insurance. It's like car insurance. You only need it 10% of the time. In car insurance, you probably need it less of the time. If you're getting an accident 10% of the time, maybe something's wrong with your driving. But but it's similar, right? Where this thing might not make money for years. You might spend $100 a month and just lose, 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 lose. But when that comes, when that, that COVID crash comes or whatever the next crash is, inflation or uh, raising rates or whatever it is, when that comes, um, this is gonna at least protect you and actually potentially help you make money during that crisis so that you don't completely blow up and, and have a big of a loss. So that's the general idea. But I, you know, I wanna talk through a couple of the trades during the COVID crash, just so you can kind of get a, an idea of how this played out. So COVID, there were, there were basically four winners in a row. So on November 14th, 2019, one of these trades was put on for a $100 debit. So think about that, November of 2019, and I don't know if you remember that, but the market was, was doing pretty well in November of 2019. In fact, from November 2019 through, you know, early 2020, the market was like in a full-blown rally mode. It was crazy. 
So by buying these unit put spreads during that time, it laid the foundation so that when the COVID crash came, these things exploded. So the one that was purchased on November 14th, 2019, on March 18th of the following year, this thing went from $100 to $1,800, right? So this thing went from, that was about an 1,800% gain. And then the following month, on December 16th, another one was bought for $85. Again, the other one hadn't won yet. There was one bought January 16th for 85 and February 18th for 90. So we had one go from 100 to $1,800, one go from 85 to 17, over $1,700, one went from $85 to $1,500, and the one opened in February went from $90 to $1,500. Now, I'm kind of highlighting this area because that was pretty interesting. The rest of them go from $100 or so to zero, a lot of them. There's a few others that there were, I think in 2019 or 18, there was a dip and it, it made a little bit of money, but that's what it is. It's in, think about the COVID crash. It was the fastest bear market in history. And you know, for me, this is just a personal thing. You know, I'm trading a lot of spreads. I'll, I'm short premium. I'm a net seller of options. I'm short volatility. So when volatility explodes, it really can blow up or hurt your portfolio. You can really see a lot of max losses. So this is kind of a, what you know, what I think is going to work for me. There's other ways to do it, obviously, but this is what I found at buying a put debit spread with 120 days to expiration and you know around the delta five area can really provide some value when the next sort of black swan type event uh, occurs and again it's not going to help during that five percent pullback i mean it could and you know you could take them off early we're, we're kind of this was kind of an all or nothing back test in theory you know if the market pulled back five percent maybe you close these things out at three four hundred dollars if you felt like the market was gonna um, you know, kind of bounce back or something. But I just wanted to kind of talk about how, you know, an easy, cheap way you can hedge your portfolio using unit put options. And we're going to do debit spreads in this example, just to kind of reduce that cost uh, for a smaller portfolio. And real quick, if you want to follow my SPX trades, I might actually start including this trade with the uh, my SPX service. We trade a lot of credit spreads there. So if you want to hang out with me and follow some of those trades and see what I'm trading, then check it out at patreon.com forward slash vertical spread options trading. I'll put a link in the description right now. I'm still hosting trades over there and we'll see you at the next episode. Thanks for the review. Talk to you soon.